0: 12 minutes after 9, and thinking conversation. And this is the direction we thought we should take talking about relationships. We all struggle. I mean, they've been there since the beginning of time. It just never ends. And the complications and the intricate uh, way of communicating is just so, so. I mean, it almost feels like it's new, but it's not. It's something that we all experience on a daily basis. And. This evening, we're continuing with um, what we left off that was last week. We're talking about cheating. Would you take back your partner if you found out that they were cheating? And we thought this week we will just extend it because we left it hanging. It wasn't fully complete. The conversation was not complete. And uh, we are talking about then, you know, the different types of cheating. What constitutes cheating, you know? An online affair, is it cheating? Financial infidelity, is it cheating? Cheating sexually, I think that's an obvious one, but you can, you can debate it, you can contest it if you want to. I mean, there's emotional cheating. Fantasizing about someone else, is that cheating? All these questions that we have been trying to decode and understand and people that are in relationships right now most of us are uh we struggle with so many of these issues and sometimes we just don't know where to unpack or maybe to even find out or understand if if it constitutes for you then to to come home screaming and shouting and kicking to say yes i heard you've been talking to your secretary at work and uh, you 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 know she brings you coffee every morning i think you've started cheating on me does it constitute for cheating Send us your voice notes, 0614-104-107. That's 0614-104-107. Or you can uh, give us a call on 86 2032 That's 86 2032 And my good guest, Life Coach uh, Linda Yende, of course, joining me to unpack um, all these issues. And today I'm just going to stand back because... You know, I can get a little bit overwhelmed and I'll just let um, Linda Yende do his thing. But we also managed to find a, um, there's a Dr. Arya. Now he's world-renowned, very confident doctor. Um, You know, he looks after sportsmen, giving them advice on how to be a pro. But this is what happened to him.
1: After our 30 minute conversation about marriage and monogamy and cheating and love, what did you say to me? I told you a story yeah. and that was, uh, about two weeks earlier. I'd been traveling back from London home and I got out of the train station and my wife picked me up and we got into the car and we had planned to go and have a brunch at my favorite little spot do amazing Corvo's rancho sauce I was very excited <laughs> and she said let's go straight home I've made sandwiches and she doesn't make great sandwiches so I said no no I think the brunch is a better option and she said no there's something that I need to tell you and I said is it bad and she said yes and I said is that about the marriage and she said yes and then we began to drive back and I had this sinking feeling in me And we drove for about five minutes in silence, and then I went to put my hand on her lap and she said, don't, don't touch me because you won't want to after I've told you what's happened. And that's whenever it drops. And I remember that 10 minute drive back home then felt like an eternity. I was just looking out the window and we got home, we got into the house, into the kitchen and I was standing by the kitchen table hands rested on it. And I said, what's happened? And she said, I've been having an affair with a man from work. And I remember just tears began to stream, I I didn't move completely motionless, tears began to stream. And then she said, and that's not all. And she said, I'm pregnant with this child.
0: Can you imagine? Anyway, let me bring in uh, Linda Yende, relationship coach. Good evening and welcome.
2: Ooh, he should have gone for brunch. Good evening, Miss B. How are you doing? <laughs>
0: brunch would choke him. I would. Even, I would cry on his behalf. Brunch. No, he should
2: have gone for brunch first. You don't want to hear bad news on an empty stomach. Oh my gosh. Then you. you... It's gonna ruin. <laughs> it's gonna ruin your appetite for life. Like there's no way he's gonna eat after that.
0: Yeah. Oh and it,
2: my. Gosh, that's heavy.
0: It happens to the best of us. Oh, yeah.
2: No, no. Um, there's no doubt about it. It positively happens to, 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 to the best of us, like you say. Um, and it, it, it's actually quite interesting that I, I love the fact that for a change, this is actually a story coming from a male perspective, because very rarely do you hear that side of the narrative men are very secretive about that sort of thing happening to them. Um, they, they keep it to themselves. They, they feel shame. In fact, they, act, they, they take a huge portion of the blame uh, on their shoulders. They take it as them having failed, you know, to, to, to fulfill their responsibilities as a husband and, and all that sort of thing. So it, it's it's quite interesting to to hear um, and I wish the, the, the guy on the voice note had actually just gone a little bit further to say, you know, how did he feel about this? Like, was he um, or, did, or did, did, did he experience any kind of, of of shame? Did he feel in any way, um, you know, to blame for, for, for what, what has happened?
0: Oh, he did. But unfortunately, we couldn't exactly now um, carry the whole conversation. He mentioned oh, he okay. mentioned that what then happened to him, it almost like time stopped. He did not know what was happening and he was sure. just very confused. But going forward, he said he thought about his loss. He said my brain went to loss because it was a marriage of eight years. He thought, my marriage is ended. What's going to happen to me? My wife is gone. What's going to happen to me? There's a new life that does not belong to me. What is happening? He said it was the most horrific experience he's ever had.
2: Sure. You know, uh, um, what always intrigues me and what always fascinates me is how much more decisive some people are about about certain things, um, th- there's no gray areas. They don't sit there and say, "Okay, so, you know, am am I going to to to, to Are we going to get through this? Are we immediately?" His thought process is, "It's over. Now we're just navigating what I'm going to do going forward." But the but the the fact that it's over is a given, and I, I I've got to like you've got to admire that. Because there's a lot of people who who stay after an incident like this, and just stay a, and make it toxic. They stay and they remain in constant anger. They stay and they remain in constant um, blame. You know, um, you you you're sitting there. You you say that you've forgiven, but you haven't actually. Every time you're sitting there with your partner. You, you're sitting there and you're having dinner or whatever and you look them in the eye and you're thinking, I can't believe you did this to us. And and, and that is something that's even worse than walking away. Because now you're staying and you're punishing them and you're punishing yourself in that process. Mm.
0: Let's just take so a small I break. So I love
2: the decisiveness. Mm. Sure.
0: Let's just take a small break. And the big question is, we've got different types of cheating. What... Constitutes cheating, uh, you know, online affairs, financial infidelity. Maybe there's a guy who offers you lunch at work, you know, looks at you in a very I like you way, but you don't really respond, but you kind of like respond somehow. What's your take on it? Send us your voice notes 06 or you can give us a call on 2032 What's your opinion and what's your view? We'll be back,
3: Bertha Charuma
2: on safm
0: and think conversation what constitute as cheating and i do have a, a linda yende relationship coach with me and we're trying to decode some of the types of cheating and they are you know so many of them and i think we define them very differently look cheating is very painful being betrayed is very painful i mean it could be both overt subtle it's just painful what counts as cheating It's crucial to recognize that cheating extends beyond just physical affairs. Imagine if you have someone at work, you are married to someone and you um, have this tendency when that person calls, you discuss your marriage with that person. Let's say your husband is giving you a bit of a rough time or your wife is giving you a bit of a rough time. It's the other way around. And when they call you, you explain, oh, he's done this, she's done this, she's done that. You know, and it goes on and on and on and on. Is that cheating. But if the other party finds out, I think that will then explain to you whether it's cheating because if they are hurt and they react with that hurt feeling, that really tells you that you were off the mark. But anyway, just trying to find out what's your take.
2: It's actually interesting what you're saying, Ms. B. um, Because the reality is sometimes you are looking for somebody who is willing to listen. You are looking for somebody who um, you know, will be objective under the circumstances. Just for, 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 it's not even a case of them being a, a shoulder to cry on per se, but just a sounding board. Just a person that is actually, that'll just listen. You don't even want their advice. Sometimes, yes, you might be looking for advice from for, from somebody. Now, when your partner hears it, they won't like it either way. Because to them, that says you are now exposing internal issues. You exp- you're exposing matters um, that belong in the family unit. So it's understandable that sometimes that sort of thing would then cause uh, friction to, you, to your partner. But the reality is that doesn't necessarily make it um, something that falls under the category of, of, of infidelity. It's just something, um, it's probably... You could say something that makes your partner uncomfortable. You could say it's something that makes your partner um, worried, unhappy. You know, it's it's no different to maybe going and borrowing money because you guys are struggling, and you borrow borrow the money. Uh, you know, let's let's leave let's remove the the the, the possible sexual a- aspect to it and say you borrow money from a female friend, but your husband is still unhappy because it's exposing your financial crises to an outsider. Do you get what I'm saying? I think it falls into that category. Now, interestingly, you mentioned something um, just before we went on the break, the issue of um, the the, the, the lunch with a colleague and that sort of thing. Interestingly enough, I actually put this out there um, on social media. I asked the question, and I was very careful about how I asked the question. First, I asked the question in the following manner: How would you feel if a male, a male colleague of yours, decided to buy you lunch at work? And almost unanimously, most ladies said, "No, but what's the problem? It's just lunch. I mean, it's just a colleague, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What is the big deal?" And I said, "Okay, fine, great. Now." Let's turn this around. How would you feel if your partner was a male colleague, meaning there's a female colleague of his that he's buying lunch for? Suddenly, it's a problem. Ah. So there is a double standard that exists, the very same scenario, but there's a double standard that exists when it's being done by, by somebody else's man. <laughs> somebody else's man can buy me lunch as a woman, and it's quite okay because... It, there's nothing to it. It doesn't mean anything. But the moment your own partner does the very same thing under the very same circumstances, suddenly it's
4: an issue.
0: Mm. I have a caller in KZN. I think let's uh, quickly take Anonymous. Good evening. Sure. Welcome to the show. Good evening
4: to you. Uh, Berta Cheruma, how
0: are you? I'm very well, I'm well thank you. i have
4: heard what happened to your guest. You know, and he's not alone in the matter. There's lots of people out there it's just that they must call in and we can listen to their to their beautiful stories and transactions that took place in their life. But you know what? Nevertheless, at least the lady was honest at the end of the day to say that, you know what, um, I'm, I'm pregnant with someone else's baby. You know, she was honest to say that that part of it is fine. But uh, not to tell sooner, but later. She should have said it sooner before she fell pregnant, sure. that she's interested in someone else. You know, not play along with someone's lives. But my story is, I was married some 10, 20 years ago. I'm, I'm, I'm living single. I was married 20 years ago. Uh, and this person had a whole, prior to marrying me, he had a whole lot of uh, cell phone numbers and telephone numbers, landline numbers of females only. All different types of females, you know, different walks of life. And when he married me, he still had those numbers. He won't discard them. And then he would still... Inherit more numbers, all right. And then finally, he decided to walk on me because you know what, he de- de- became a dictator in my life, and he decided to walk out on me because I don't like dictators in my life. I don't own anybody, and nobody owns me. Simple as that. I'm only owned by God, all right. Mm-hmm. And um, so, when he became a dictator, he started dictating, do this, do that, don't do this, don't go here, don't go there. And I said, you know what, I never lived that life. I've been working for 30 years in society and I live and live the life of dictatorship. And I find it hard to accept dictatorship. But, if you, uh, but he didn't tell me that he wanted his freedom and he wanted to be with, uh, wanted to cheat, and be with, he was cheating while he was with me as well. Because once he, I had a dream that he was stuck naked in a hotel, and he, when I asked him, he said no. And I said, no, my dream is always true. 99 times it's true, right? And, um, and because he was also thinking of order, so I felt, why are you thinking of order? Because you didn't work hard. Right? And, um, and uh, then the person uh, finally wouldn't discard. And while he's with me, he'll talk to people in the shopping complex, and he'll take telephone numbers in presence of me. And I used to think, what am I this person's puppet? I was living single for 40 years before I got married. I was living a life of a queen, even though I come from a very disadvantaged background, but I was still like a queen in my own way. And I was wondering why. So when God made it easy, when he walked out in me, first I cried. I said, why in my old age I'm being divorced? (laughs) And I cried and I prayed, God, why doing this to me? And then finally I realized, hey, God made my life so easy. Why am I blaming God? I didn't have to go to court. I didn't have to go through all those procedures. And God made my life so easy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's all I want to say.
0: Thanks, Anonymous. You know, know, there's
4: so many people out there with so many different stories
0: that I love to hear too. Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear. It'll be interesting to hear. Thanks a lot, Anonymous and KZN. Um, Thank you, my dear. Let's take the two voice notes and then I'll come back to you, uh, Linda.
2: All right, hi Bertha. Very interesting topic you have there. This is Chivas from Boxburg. Um, Cheating, like you said, there are different types of cheating. And what matters in between a couple is how they view cheating. Some people are comfortable with their partner going out and having fun and having male friends or flirting a little and some people are not comfortable at all. So I think that it depends on what the couple decide is cheating because um, people flirt at work, people flirt um, even just shopping, people flirt and a person can say that's cheating. But for me, cheating is when you feel the need to hide any interaction you have with the other sex from your partner. Then that is cheating.
5: Thank you.
6: Hey, this is Betha yeah, this is Monfrey. Uh, hey, this thing of cheating uh, is difficult, you know. I went away to get a job, you know, and put Elizabeth. So when I returned here, my woman was busy with another guy, an old guy. When I asked her what's going on, he said this guy was helping her on uh, getting some, in fact, taking her some of her CVs, you know. Then I asked her, uh, I've been gone uh, only for six months, uh, and then this is happening because they were calling uh, each other every day, almost three times a day. Then I asked, him, "Is it still about the CVs and all that stuff?" You know, but there were no answers. You know, until I spoke to the guy. I took uh, the guy's number. The guy said, uh, no. know, uh, my woman said I left. I left here. Her. I'm living in Port Elizabeth." So today, the, to the guy. Uh, In fact, the guy only knew that I broke up with her and left her. So this thing, it's really bad, you know, it's too much sometimes to deal with. Because now even if I come to her work just to give her something for lunch, I always find that there are some guys who are touching her and all that stuff. So that thing to me of her cheating is still uh, like it's possible that he may cheat again, you know. Because he allows everyone to touch him you know, sure. so it doesn't sit well with me, you know. But I'm still with her because she's the mother of my three kids, you know.
0: Yeah. Sure. I think let me squeeze in a caller anonymous from Eastern Cape, and then we come back to you. I think I'm just inundated with the responses <laughs> and the reactions. Let's take a caller. Yeah. Anonymous sure. from Eastern Cape. Good evening. Welcome to the show.
3: Good evening. Sissi. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you
3: you uh Sorry, firstly, I'm uh, not fluently in English, but I will try to to make sure that you understand what I'm trying to say. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, this topic is very touching. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a truck driver. I'm doing long distance. Uh, on the other day, I was from Topic. When I, I got to my house at night, I think it was around past seven, I'm very close to my son, very, very close. My son is everything, he's my best friend. When i closed closing my gate at night, then my son came to me and he said to me, Dad, you know what happened when you are not here? I said, what happened? He said on other day that I was sleeping on your bed. Then when I was sleeping on your bed, my mom picked me up and take me to my to my own bed. When is exiting your room, I saw a man walking very quietly, coming to your room. Then I pretended as if I'm sleeping. And that is not, this has not happened once, it has been happened many times. Even, even during the day, this guy used to come here and mom cook food for him. And when I asked him, when I asked, I, when I asked my mom, who's this guy? My mom is always saying, no, it's a friend of you dead. Then, on the, other, on the other day, I was, uh, again, I was in job, uh, in a truck stop. Then, someone called me with a private number. And uh, he asked me about my wife and calling her with his, with her original name, which is the name that is is being used at her home. Uh, I said, yes, I know that's my wife. Then the guy asked are you really married or you are just in love with her? I said, no, I'm married. I, I'm 10 years with her in a marriage. Said, the guy said, "Yo, I apologize, bro. I've been sleeping with her. I've been sleeping in your house more than five times." And I asked him, "How? How? Where did you meet? Where did you meet?" Check. He said, uh, "He said he was in a in a mall, and she was not wearing a ring." So the reason why I decided to call you, I I I uh, I decided to steal your number from her phone from her phone where she was when she was sleeping because I've noticed that. There's a guy that he uh, she, he always call her, and sometimes he want a video call. And your wife, when she when she when she deny a video call, that's where she she is with me. And sometimes when you want to have a sex with her, when she when she is rejected, that you must know that in the following day days going to sleep with me when you are away or he slept with me with me on the. Still in that situation, I'm still living with her, but with no, but not that I, I, I still love. Her. I am, I don't have love for her. But the problem is my son. I, uh, I always ask myself if I could, ch- if I, if I could chase her away. Who can take care of my son? Because my son is schooling on a private school, and I don't have any other people who can take care of my son. So it's very painful. I can't heal. I can't heal. I can't heal. You see. Whenever whenever I, I I I'm listening to the radio like topic like this like this one. It 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 uh, it, it it makes it new to my heart this uh, this problem. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to solve it out. Here. It's very painful. It's very, very painful. It's very and you know and I and other day ma'am, you know, you see this thing that the one that we put on the wall to put to put shoe, to put shoes in. I don't I don't know how to call it. How to call it?
0: Mm.
3: There's a there's something that you you put on a wall. Then you you take all your shoes you put on there. Yes. So the, that you must.
0: Yeah. Shoe rack. Yes. Of sorts. Yes. Yes. Yes.
3: yes. Well, the other day I was from traffic. Then I've noticed that my wife is busy with phone. She doesn't have time for me,
1: as as I've been away.
3: As I've been away from there. Then I and when she was about to wash, you see, I always take care of her. When when I, I'm the one who's fetching water for her, I don't want her to to work hard when I'm when I'm around when I'm around with her. The other day, I I, I saw her taking a bucket to go fresh water. I said, No, man, I can go fetch water. water for you. Then after that, I something told me that no, you must wait, wait for up until you wash. When he put soap on her on her face, I took my phone, I put on a silence, and I put on the shoes there. You see, then I went to fetch water. And when I come back, I took my phone. I played that, that, that record. Then, which is after five minutes, I have left my house. My wife called this guy. Then they spoke. to him. They called. They, they said this guy is calling me. Where where is Longfo? Now I'm in for to my wife. Ooh. Now this guy called me Ooh. for. which is I'm no longer respected. Where is for Where where when he's going to leave? You see? Then my wife said, "No, I I send him to 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 fresh water for me, huh. so it's painful. This yeah. is what women. This, this is something that we are, we are living in this country."
0: Yeah. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much. That's anonymous from Eastern Cape. I think that's for you to respond. I, that I, I'm in deep,
2: speechless. I, I was actually hoping to 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 just ask him one or two questions, follow up questions, because I'm really curious to know if, um, you know, they've had a discussion after this. Or are all these things, things that he's suffering through in silence? Do you know what I mean? That's that's important. Because through this, we'll then know what her state of mind is as well. Um, da- does she not care? Is she, you know, is there any kind of um, uh, remorse that she's showing um, now that he knows? Mm, that's he... assuming he has confronted her. So I, I do wish we could have actually he just kept uh, anonymous. Un- Oh, is he there? Yeah, he's there. Is he still there? Yes, Anonymous, okay, go right. ahead. Okay, Anonymous, so uh, did you hear my questions? Yes. Um, my, my, I think my big question is, have you spoken to her? Have you uh, confronted her with all these uh, things that you are going through? Yes.
3: Flair, you know what happened? Firstly, mm. firstly when, I, when I started to notice that there's something happening to my wife, she yeah. used to put his phone on silent every time and when i ask her why your phone is always on silent she will say when he respond no i forgot to put to put it, to put it off from from silent because when i'm sleeping it's disturbing i said why why always always always, always? and if if I, if I, if, I, if i open his phone if, if he always changes the password for her phone and if i want to see something on her phone she would open the phone by herself for me, and it is going to be close to me because she she wants to see what I want to see on her phone. And after that, it's going to change the password. And when I'm asking all these things, you'll find that she's going to get angry with me. She's always angry with me when I'm asking all those kind of questions.
2: Okay, all right. No, I hear you. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking now specifically about the things that you've just spoken about now, the things that were 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 said to you by the by your son, the things that were said by this guy who has called you, have you confronted your your wife about them?
3: Many times, many times. All right. she, she, and what's what's has, her
2: response? Uh,
3: yeah, she she apologised. she said to me, she regret about that. She regret. But she doesn't respect me. She doesn't. She doesn't respect me you no. Know? You know, my wife is that kind of a person who doesn't want to accept when she's wrong. She always thinks is perfect all the time, all the time. But she did regret for for this thing.
2: Yeah, I think uh, you know. I, th- I think a situation like that, it's 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 quite important for you guys to actually um, attend some kind of, of 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 couple counseling for you guys to go, to get through it together. Um, and and through those com- conversations, through the counselling, you'd be able to determine whether or not um, you know how it is that you actually proceed going forward. But it's not something you can just leave um, like you're doing right now. It does actually need a a, a proper um, a, you know guidance in, in in order for you to 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 kind of work through it. It's a traumatic situation. It's worse still because as you say, even your child. Um, the, all, the, these things were done right in front of your, your your child as well. That just makes the situation so much worse. It shows that the she, she's lost all sense of boundaries. She's she's you know there's no fear of consequence at all. So ideally, um, it, 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 I don't know whether you, you 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 the two of you are, are willing to just have a conversation with. Um, a, a, a counselor or a relationship coach just to talk through the situation talk through both your sides so that you also get heard.
3: don't want to lie to you to be honest with you I, I, I cannot I cannot be able to forgive her never never mm. Never, mm. never because because whenever she refused to have sex with me those memories will come will return to will return back to me. That was you know you know before she used to refuse to, to have sex with me. And and, yeah. and I used I used to ask myself why she, she refused to have sex with me up until the guy called me and tell me and tell me that when your wife refused to have sex with you with you it's when it's whereby I slept with her on the previous day or I'm going to sleep I am going to sleep with her on the following day when you are gone. So uh, I I don't I don't ever trust her and I will never trust her again. But I always pray my I pray to God that I ma- I must not hurt her. I must not touch her. I'm just waiting for my son to be to, to, to be to be older, at least maybe 12 years, so that I can chase her away. Because I don't have love for her. Nothing can, can heal me, and, unless I can separate with her, I cannot. I will never forgive her. Never, never, never. I don't want to lie. Because, you know, if, 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 if a class is broken, if, if, can, if, if you broke up, if you break up a class, even if you can take it and put it back, it cannot be, it cannot be the same. Never. Never it will never be, be the
2: same.
6: Yeah.
3: Mm. Yes, yes. So I'm feeling I'm, I'm I have that kind of a thing. They, 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 now, you know, uh, the counseling, there's nothing can change. I don't want to lie. Counseling has nothing can change. Because she, she she wasted my time. She wasted my time. I, I'm working very hard. I'm not educated. But I, I try by all means that she wears nice. She, she eats eat food. She gets whatever she wants. My wife, I, I buy her phone of 2,000 rand. It was, I wanted to be to look beautiful like other women. But it seems to me she doesn't appreciate all those things no i'm like i'm like being fooled to her you see mm. so i i know i cannot forgive the never the country nothing can change me never the only thing that can heal me is to chase him chase her away mm.
0: well anonymous i think you you are you are very sure and solid the decision you've made um all the very best i'm i'm just speechless at this point yeah I'm just speechless. I think let me take one more last caller. uh, Lucky from Durban. And then we, you know, we wrap it up. Good evening and welcome to the show, (laughs) Lucky.
7: Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, this is a very disturbing uh, story. In general, all the others have spoken about uh, the issues here. Um, I think let's look at the bigger picture. Uh, When things like this happen, where is the family? Uh, I did hear that uh, we must be uh, we must try and refer uh, the person to the counsellor, uh, which is a psychosocial counsellor, uh, and you can hear that this thing has gone too far. More than that. Uh, I think the last point I want to make in relation to that, I can talk more on this, by the way, I'm a psych- psychosocial counselor, uh, but I can say more. But let me just say that this is where the now violence also takes place. Um, and you hear that a man has done so much, so bad things in the family, uh, the wife and the kids. Sometimes there's a story that has, on the news yesterday or day before about that type of thing i think we need to maybe upscale this and not just saying we deliver responsibility to this person uh it sounds like as we are talking which i agree this environment that we are dealing with uh to say that going to the counselor or social local will solve these issues i don't think so i think we need to have <laughs> Uh, sit back and look at some of these issues but this is a very painful story and you can hear it's not even the anger it is the despair of this husband on talking about uh, uh, his wife on this issue and there's also children that are involved in this i think sometimes we just need to brave and say how do you confront these things?" because now if you talk like this is like a talk show you know you're just talking and nothing is going to be resolved uh, thank you very much. Let me leave here, but there's more issues than that as we are talking now. Thank I you think, very much. Thank you yeah. so
0: much. You know what, Lucky, like you've you've highlighted a very important uh, point. We started the conversation. I think it's about uh, three weeks now where we started relationships, and I think going forward. We will also look, if somebody is calling from the Eastern Cape and they really need help, we'll try and identify where they can go. And also family members, if they listen to say, please go and intervene and do something, it needs to be structured in such a manner that there must be somewhere where they go to find some form of a a resolution. But thank you so much for, for chatting to us this evening. I think let's play three voice notes. I can see my lines are buzzing out of control. But yeah. un- unfortunately, there's nothing much I can do because we're really running out of time. Maybe we'll just extend this conversation bit. But let me take three voice notes and then you can wrap it up, Linda. Sure.
8: Good evening. Good evening. Um, it's quite a very touching uh, topic. It's uh, anonymous here in Runberg. Um, it it happened to me a couple of years ago. I think uh, four years ago. Um, in fact, to be quite honest, I cheated first, and she she acted like forgiving. But then um, she then revenged. Then after the revenge, um, I found out. After finding out, um, I was never ever. Uh, I was never. Uh, able to, to, to forgive her. So I think uh, cheating is totally, like it's it's the total end of the relationship um, according to how I see it because uh, I remember I kept whenever maybe we would go to bed and um, I would be asking her, um, or oh, is this what you used to do and then how about this how about that and same applies to her um, when she caught me cheating um, she, do, she 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 would ask me okay did she do this did she do that so I think according to me cheating is just the end of the relationship or the marriage thank you
5: hi hi the studio um, my hatch it's also hearing that guy who's saying um, her wife his wife is cheating on him like that repeatedly and he is still staying with her because of the child um, my advice to that guy he must just go to a traditional healer they must give him something umuti and then he must take out what they did to her because that's a spell women sometimes that's what they do actually most of them they just take these things they call uh, and then they put it together with food, and then they give a guy. Once a guy eats that, no matter what you do in front of him, he will always forgive you. He can even uh, sl- uh, 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 he can even kick you. He can even bring a man in the house, but she can even bring a man in the house, but the husband won't say anything. He will always say, "I forgive you. I forgive you." that's very bad what's happening to him he's not himself he's under the spell there is something that is done to that gentleman he must go to his cousins or brothers they must take him somewhere to a traditional healer and then he must be cleansed there is no man in his rightful mind who can put up with that it doesn't matter whether we've get we have five children or two children or you've been married for five years or twenty years you cannot, no one can stay for such thing. No one. No one. Thank you, Anonymous.
8: Mm-hmm. Uh, fantasizing about somebody is much better. I guess we're all cheating because we do that. Fantasizing
3: about somebody. I, 100%. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Linda, help out here.
2: Okay. Let me let me let me try and, and, and just and just sum up. Um, okay, the last one, um, he feels that um, f- fantasizing about about other people is not, and that's fine. It's it's totally fine. Um, every person, every people, every couple in a relationship will will decide and will have a conversation about what their boundaries are and what their deal breakers are and what it is that they find acceptable and unacceptable, et cetera. There are, pe- there are couples who are very comfortable to say, you know what, I have a crush on Halle Berry. I have a crush on Idris Alba, I have a crush on this. And, and we are free enough to talk about such things. And then on the flip side, there are couples who would feel belittled by that and they'll have a problem with that. They will think they will find they will consider that cheating even so. Yes, you determine your boundaries as a couple, you decide what it is that you find acceptable and what it is that you find unacceptable. Um, I think we kind of addressed that in last week's uh, conversation the fact that you know you make your relationship your own, um, rather than being dictated to by society um, as to what you should be comfortable with what you should accept and what you shouldn't accept and that takes me to the next point which is I wonder if um, uh, the, the, the previous voice note would say the same thing if the tables were turned meaning if it was a woman that is staying and she's saying she's staying because of the sake of the kids because the reality is there's a lot of things that have become normalized but they only normalized when they're happening from one gender and not the other and I think that's a double standard in the same way that women are expected to 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 um, uh, accept some things they are expected to 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 forgive. Sometimes they, um, you know, sometimes stay for the sake of the children. Exactly the same as what uh, Anonymous was saying. When a, when a man does it, it's because he's been bewitched because I, I, I think there's a bit of a double standard happening there. Um it's you know at the end of the day he's human Mm. and he wants his child to be raised in a in in, in a in a a certain way and in a certain environment he's never home through his job so he knows that if he leaves his wife then literally it means um he he, the, the 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 wife will have to take the child away with her wherever she goes or he'll have to now make a plan to find somebody who'll stay with the child. There's a lot of dynamics at play. There's a lot of things um, beyond just him staying. It's not yeah. like he's sitting there and he's saying, "Well, but I love her." He's not doing anything like that. He I is think, unhappy. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, it, let's 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 wrap it up because I've only got five more minutes, and my I, my next guest has been waiting forever and ever. <laughs> oh, shame,
2: <man. laughs> No, not a problem. Look, I think at, at the end of the day, I've, I've pretty much summed it up to say. You make you make your relationship your own. You create your own boundaries. You decide what works for you and what doesn't. Communicate that, and obviously, then if the things that you want uh, are not being be, being being met in the relationship, you have to walk away. Yeah, where love is not being served, where respect is not being served, walk away.
0: Linda. Thank you so much for joining us. I think, you know what, next week, um, I've just we've, we've just realized with my producer and my technical producer that, you know, it's a conversation yeah. you can't exactly just have a 10-minute t- and then walk away from it. Because True. this is real-life issues and where other people really need proper advice. And I think uh, we will do a further investigation and also further uh, find further avenues of finding assistance. But thank you so much for joining us. We'll chat again next week. I think... I like somebody just wrote to say this is hectic. Let's talk about yeah. it. So Yeah. Let's wait for next week and we'll be doing it again.
2: Sure. Indeed. Thanks Ms. B.
0: Thank you so much. That's Linda Ende, life coach joining us right here on the show.